0: Listen, one of the biggest struggles any of us face in life is to rest, is to rest, is to find a time to rest. It's also counterintuitive to take a load off and recover, especially in our culture and in our society where being busy is glorified. Let's not kid ourselves. Being constantly on the go is looked at as some sort of badge of honor. I've got something else I'm doing. I'm involved in all these many activities. Uh, they teach us that from an early age when you start to apply for things like colleges and they tell you going into high school, hey, if you want to go to college, you've got to get involved as, in, as much as you can. Do student council, do this, do that. Play on sports teams, join, join the drama club, play chess, do whatever it is. Just fill your stuff because, hey, when you come to fill out those applications, you're going to want to tell them that you literally did everything. Like you can be as well-rounded an individual as possible. And so there's almost this mentality that we've built that if you aren't doing something, then you're falling behind. But that is a sinful mentality, and it's counterintuitive to um, God's Word. And so we need to make sure that we are not fighting rest in our lives. Always having to fight, always having to be on the go is so incredibly tiring. And uh, as we've done this series called Not Alone, we've looked at kind of mental health struggle and how uh, that fits into the church and if you haven't heard the other three messages i would uh, encourage you to either look those up on itunes or wherever you get podcasts or you can even go to cpf.me listen in a web browser and it will take you right to those um, but always always having to be on always having to fight is so tiring and being anxious and depressed is draining And it leads many to seek a way out. And oftentimes, it's not a healthy way out. But we can find rest in God. That's what I want us to know. That's what I want us to understand today is that we can find rest in God and that God tells us that we're supposed to rest. He works on our behalf and he wants good things for us. And so first things first, this is what I'll tell you. God wants to give you rest. If you've ever had any doubt about that whatsoever in life, no matter how busy you may feel, God wants to give you rest. If we look at Matthew chapter 11, 28 through 30, you can open that up in your Bible. You can use the Version Bible app if you have that on your phone. If you do have that on your phone, you can go to the options and go to live events, and you can follow right along with what's, what I'm looking at there today. So just letting you know that. But Matthew 11, 28 through 30 says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest in your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We talked about last week finding peace, right, and the fact that we have access to God, and I challenge you to rest in that, to find a way to rest in the peace that God wants to give you. Well, this week we talked just strictly about rest itself. Rest is a key element to our health. Okay, but both literally to our physical health and figuratively in a way to our spiritual health. But rest is something that is supposed to be a part of our weekly lives. It's something that we are supposed to do in routine. None of us can constantly be in go mode no matter how hard you've tried. Eventually we all do what? Crash, right? We all get to that point where it's just like, I cannot take this anymore, I can't do anymore, something's gotta change or I am going to freak out. That's how life works. We need rest. There's a reason God tells us to rest. I made another statement last week where I said that one of God's primary roles is that of giver. He wants to give us good things. He wants to sustain us. Well, one of the best gifts that he's given us is the command to rest, is the command to rest. And we're gonna get to that in a minute. God wants to give you rest. He wants you to be your most healthy self. He wants to be the place where you can go to find that help and find that relaxation, and find that time and place to recover. At the end of the day, our relationship with Christ is about finding rest from the struggles of this world. In fact, that's what this passage is all talking, it's talking about in Matthew 11, 28 through 30. I'm going to read it one more time. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, Jesus was standing in stark contrast to the way that things had worked to that point in religious society. He was standing at a point in a place and he was taking a stand to say, the way that you have been doing it, the way that the Pharisees are commanding you to live your life by checking off all the boxes and making sure that you're following all the laws and that you don't step one toe out of line. This legalistic view of I have to do this and this and this and this, and this in order to be okay. I'm here to tell you there's a different way. That my, my, my yoke is easy and my burden is light, come rest in me. Come see the new way that I'm offering. See, it's not the place where we have to check off all the boxes and do everything the right way just so we can find happiness. See, with Jesus' way, he does the work. Oftentimes, when we are in the midst of a place where we are feeling anxious or depressed, or insert your struggle, I've been saying that for the last four weeks, insert your struggle, it doesn't have to be anxiety, it doesn't have to be depression, it can be whatever your struggle is, but oftentimes, we're in the midst of that struggle. And it's becoming overwhelming. We take the burden on ourselves, which is what the people had been doing before they had been introduced to Jesus. And we think, oh, I have to check all these boxes and I have to do all these things the right way and I have to handle this situation all by myself or it's not gonna get corrected. And yet Jesus is standing right next to us. And what did we talk about last week? Inside of us, he's a part of us. He's one with us. He's there waiting to say, I will go through this struggle with you. God wants to give us rest, but we have to be willing to accept that. And we have to be willing to give up a little bit of that control. And we talked a little bit about that last week. Here's the next thing. Not only does God want to give you rest, God commands that you rest. God commands that you rest. Listen to these three passages. I'm going to read them in order, then we'll talk about them. Genesis 2, 1 through 3. We're getting really early on in the Bible. It says, Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and he made it holy. Because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. In Exodus 23, 12, it says, Six days. Do your work, but on the seventh day, do not work so that your ox and your donkey may rest and so that your slave born and your household and the foreigner living among you may be refreshed. We jump all the way to the New Testament in Mark 30 and 31. Jesus is with his apostles and it says that the apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all that they had done and taught. Then because so many people were coming and going that they didn't even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. How many of us out there have found ourselves going through a whole day and then all of a sudden we think, man, I'm really hungry. We realize we haven't eaten at all that day. It was just constant go from one thing to the next. We were going and going and going and going that we neglected one of our essential needs. And so at the end of the day, here we are exhausted and hungry and Wondering how we got to this place. How, did, how was my day so crazy that I didn't even eat? We don't take a break. We don't pause to even take a deep breath. And we wonder at times why we are so overwhelmed. See, God set the ultimate example for us. He worked and then he rested. He worked and then he rested. After setting the example, he commanded it of us in Exodus 23. It says, how many... Here, here's my question. How many of you know... Can raise your hand and say, I know that God has commanded me to rest. How many of you do it? How many of you take the time, set aside time to actually rest? I can see some smirks going on across the room. Everybody's like, man, I don't. I don't. God commanded us to rest. We know that that's a command he put out in front of us, Right? And yet we don't do it. Why is that so? Here's a challenge for you. Jake gave you a challenge this morning. I think it's a great challenge. I'll challenge give you another challenge. This week, set aside some time to do nothing. Just sit, relax, turn on some music, I don't know, watch Netflix. Do something that requires you to have little thought and exert little energy. Have fun. Take a load off, relax. You don't constantly have to be going. Dads, dads, because I'm a dad, give your wife the room to feel like she can rest this week. Some of you are good at that, some of you may be like me and you're not, okay? Some of you may be like me, and maybe you're not. Maybe you don't pitch in as much as you could at times. Maybe you don't set aside time to tell your wife, hey, you go and just do whatever. I'm going to take the kids. Right? Her jaw may fall off of her face. I don't know. But make time and help your wife make time to do nothing this week. Hey, if you can, find somebody to take your kids and do nothing together. That'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Instead, what happens when we don't have kids, we go to Walmart and we clean house and we mow yards and we do everything else that we have to do on our list that we couldn't do when we had our kid when we were constantly going with our kid. Guess what, the floors will wait. The floors will wait, grass can be mowed tomorrow, right? Maybe you don't have like the perfect thing to make for dinner, go in your pantry and have camp out night and eat whatever's there. Kids, we have a can of beans, some Spanish rice, and dry spaghetti. It's crunchy and delicious, okay? No one else used to just walk in the pantry and eat dried spaghetti? Because I used to do that, I used to, I do that. I shouldn't say used to, I do that. I mean, you could cook it, but why cook it when it has such a nice little crunch, right? But you don't always have to be on, you don't always have to constantly be going. God commands you to rest and so you should do so. If you're one of those out there who, like me at times in life, maybe you're struggling with it now, are dealing with anxiety and depression, make time for yourself to find rest from the constant battle and mind games that you're dealing with. Maybe that means that you're just putting a Band-Aid over it. Maybe you're just distracting yourself. Go to a ball game, exercise, knit or crochet, serve at the Community Kitchen, watch Netflix, do something. But find a time and a space where you can rest from the struggle that's currently going on in your life. It's okay to do so. You don't have to constantly be on. You don't have to constantly fight. Give yourself some time to take a deep breath. I know that that is difficult. I deal with it, the struggle myself, right? It seems like at times when we're trying to do nothing is when we're thinking the most, when we're struggling the most. I'm gonna rest right now, and then you've got the million things in your head that you should be doing or could be doing or aren't doing right, and it just becomes more overwhelming, okay? But find some task that will give you a pause that doesn't require you to just exert and kill yourself to accomplish. Here's something that hit me this morning as we were worshiping that I didn't even think about this week. God commands us to rest, right? He wants to give us rest and he commands us to rest. A lot of the times the reasons that we aren't finding rest, a lot of the times the reason that we are so anxious is because we are depending on our view of ourselves. We are depending on our view of ourselves. We get so wrapped up in who we think we are and who we think we should be and what we think that we should be doing that we forget who God says that we are. And God calls you fearfully and wonderfully made. And he calls you child. And he loves you for who you are and the struggles that you have. Too often, especially if you're one of these people who's fighting with some of these mental health struggles, you're thinking that you've gotta do all these right things to earn the acceptance of God, when really it's already there. And we need to take a rest from who it is that we think that we should be and rest in who it is that God says that we are. I know it's not easy, but yet it's something that we must do. Here's the third thing. God wants us to rest. He commands us to rest. So rest. Rest. You don't always have to be on the go. If you're one of those people who wakes up and goes and goes and goes and goes and goes goes until you crash out at 9 p.m. And then you wake up the next day and you go and go and go and go and go and go and go go until you crash out at 9 p.m., Your sleep at the end of the night does not count as rest. That counts as survival. Your body has to do that or you will literally die. Okay? And this whole mindset of, well, I'll sleep when I'm dead, not a good outlook to have either. God calls you to find rest now while you're living. Romans 8, 28, and 32, in verse 32, it says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. He did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will we not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Then in Philippians two thirteen it says, For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to feel, fulfill his good purpose. See, Part of what God wants to give us, part of the good that he wants to bring us, part of his good purpose is that you rest. It's that you rest. God found rest so important. He took it to such an extreme that he commanded those in the Old Testament to literally at times not do a thing. Don't pick up a finger. Right? because he wanted people to understand how important this concept of rest was. Now, we can see in Jesus that that wasn't necessarily a literal command of what he wanted. He didn't want us to do absolutely nothing because Jesus even comes up with a story against the Pharisees. They wanted to condemn a man and and, and trap Jesus and they said, hey, we caught this guy working and Jesus comes up with a story and. I think it was a donkey or a mule, and he says, hey, which, which one of you, if your donkey fell into, you know, a, a crevice, canyon, whatever, wouldn't work to get them out of that place, right? Wouldn't do that, even on the Sabbath. Like, there are times, yes, where we have to do things. Just like there is a time for all things in life, for, for our purposes to be accomplished, there needs to be a time for us to rest as well. See, God does not command his people on a whim. He doesn't just think, hey, this will be a good idea. Why don't I put it down? We look at things I like do not murder, do not steal. Those seem pretty obvious to a lot of us, hopefully. <laughs> if they don't, don't tell me and uh, leave me alone. I love you. <laughs> okay. But things like don't kill somebody, that's an obvious, we think about that's probably pretty good for us. Don't steal, like there's punishments for those things, yeah, that's obvious. Then we get into things like honor your parents and sometimes we think, man, that's really difficult. Hopefully it isn't difficult for you, but sometimes for some people in understandable circumstances, we can see how that is a difficult command. Things like do not use the Lord's name in vain. That one comes pretty easy to us as well. See, the command to rest is every bit as important as the rest of these. Every bit. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. I would challenge all of you to keep a Sabbath. I would challenge all of you to keep a Sabbath. And I would challenge you for that to be a day. Maybe you're not quite there yet. I don't know, maybe that's a huge leap for you. Maybe we need to, uh, like Bob and his goldfish, take baby steps. Some, no one's gonna get that reference, it's a great movie. What about Bob, watch it, I'm sorry, a bad joke. <laughs> maybe it's too much to just do that all at once. But my challenge to you is to keep a, a, a Sabbath. I had a professor when I was at Evangel who told us, hey, Saturday is my Sabbath. If you email me, you try to contact me, you have any questions about work, I'm not going to respond to those emails. Don't even try to email me because I won't even look back on something that comes in a Saturday. Like it was at the bottom of his emails that he would send out, Dr. Bill Griffin, Saturday is my Sabbath, don't talk to me. That time, Like It was probably nicer than that, but he's, he set out a day for rest. He was my Old Testament professor and, and, and he was very keen on keeping the Sabbath holy. Now, I'll be honest, I thought that maybe he took it to a bit of an extreme. But the principle there is one that we can all learn from. And that's that we need to find time to rest. Set aside a regular time to rest. Weekly rest. And guess what? Do just that. Do just that. Don't set aside time and say, Yeah, but you can call me and we can do that. Like, Don't give yourselves outs to not rest. Set aside a time weekly to rest. Be with family. Do something you enjoy. Follow the commands of God. Understand that not only does he want to give you rest, that he's commanded you to rest, but that also you should, in fact, rest. Let's pray. God, I come to you right now. Hopefully this message didn't fall on deaf ears. Hopefully it was clearly communicated. God, we need to rest. You call us to do that. As, as followers and believers of Christ and, and, and of you, we need to be people who aren't constantly on the go, who aren't always worn out by our daily struggle, by our daily responsibilities, or just by the things that we have placed on our own plates Help us to declutter. Help us to be able to find rest in you, to rest in who you say that we are and not who we think that we should necessarily be. Help us to be okay with setting aside time to do the right thing, which is to rest and to relax and to recover. Help us to have enough trust in what you want from us and who you say that we should be to understand that we can take time off and it doesn't have to drastically damage our lives. That it's okay to not do anything. That that doesn't mean that we will fall behind or somehow not have all that we should have. Help us to trust that you will give us good things so that we can take a load off so that we can rest in your son and in you for your yoke is easy and your burden is light we ask these things in Jesus name Amen Amen.